재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Welcome back. Well, Anthony Bourdain, step aside. The women you're about to hear from have logged countless miles in their trek across the Korean peninsula back and forth to document fresh, seasonal, local Korean ingredients. And they bring us a segment called Local Eats every week at this time. They also run a blog called Buri Kitchen. You can find it at wburikitchen.com. It means root kitchen. And they teach us a little bit about what we can do in our own kitchens with some of the seasonal ingredients that they're discovering. Their names are Sonia Swanson and Chef Jung So-young. Hello, ladies. Good morning. Hello, hello. Welcome back once again. <laughs> I enjoy this time of the week quite a bit. I enjoy seeing you bring in little Tupperware containers of things for me to uh, sample, even if they are a little bit startling at 9.30 in the morning sometimes. <laughs> Very pleasant today. Today, yeah. yeah. You're taking it easy on me. I understand we're going to be talking about the final greens of spring before we pass into the hot summer season. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we wanted to go back to namul or greens again, and we have a three here for you today. And we're going to start with this one. Bongnip. Bongnip. Yes. Bong-nip. I hear a double B in there. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh. So mean, uh, it means leaf. Uh, so this is a mulberry tree leaf. Mulberry tree leaf. Uh-huh. Is it the same ip as in genip, like a ip? Uh, genip, yes, it means the leaves. The ip is leaf. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So you've got, uh, I'm just going to pop open the container here. And it looks, um, I don't know how even how to describe it. It's uh, You've, you've uh, blanched these or sautéed these or what? Oh, yeah, you have to do both. So you have to blanch first and yeah. then I sautéed. A, th- a very dark color, a thin green stem with a very dark leaf attached to it. Um, mm-hmm. Quite appetizing looking, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about uh, this. Okay, so the bongnip is a very versatile plant. Uh, you can eat roots and also leaves and stems. And in the summer, berries are called odi. This produces berries in the summer, called odi. Yeah, odi looks like maybe we we will talk about it soon, very soon. Mm-hmm. But okay. it looks like a black currant. It's very completely dark. Mm. So I still remember when I was young, walking on the forest and mountain, you know, picking up and you know eat it. But your mom will tell you like immediately because your tongue and teeth becomes like. You know what? Now that I think about it, when I was a little kid, we used to have mulberry uh, bushes or trees, really, in our yard. And they would overhang the clothesline. So mom would, uh, you could hear mom cursing around summer because all the berries were falling down on the clothes and and re-staining the clothes. (laughs) And then late in the summer, the the, the, uh, berries would start to ferment on the ground. Yes. And you'd have birds just kind of falling over because they were having basically uh, (laughs) a drunken time out there on the lawn. So did you cook the bird? (laughs) (laughs) It didn't occur to us. I did not eat. expect that. I think it occurred to <laughs> the neighborhood cats. Immediately, cat, immediately, immediately I imagine, you know, oh, what happened to the bird? I've had drunken chicken before in China, but that's not what I was thinking of. How do we contextualize? So mulberry, now I've got a perfect picture of yeah. what a mulberry bush and what uh-huh. this uh, these stems look like. Uh-huh. Had I known all along that I could just pick all of the leaves off and, and uh, blanch them and eat them, 
uh, we would have done that, I guess, but uh, we, we never took advantage of that. Mm-hmm. How do Koreans, Sonia, kind of contextualize this plant? Well, mulberry is a really important plant in Korean culture. So you know hanji, right? Uh, Korean traditional paper. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, mulberry is one of the several, actually the bark of the mulberry tree is one of several ingredients used to make hanji. Uh-huh. Um, and also there's one other very important traditional Korean craft related to mulberries. I'm sure you've heard of it. I'm sure you can think mulberries and you think maybe... Uh, what, pie? I don't know. Jam? <laughs> well, well, am I, I missing something? I was going to say silkworms, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this is like a habitat for silkworms, oh, the yeah. mulberry tree. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Silkworms love to eat the leaves of mulberry. They only eat the leaves of mulberry trees, actually. Really? Um, actually, mm-hmm. the scientific name for mulberries, Morris bombysis, I believe, actually is totally tied to the scientific name of silkworm, which is bombyx mori. Ah, mm-hmm. so the world just, of the... Uh, the, the, the silkworm, yes, the silkworm yes. world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, so during, sorry, as back, far back as the Three Kingdoms period, silk production was really important in Korea. And tied to silk production, there's actually a saying in Korean. Um, it, it goes, Nimdo bogo, pongdo tago, <laughs> which means um, pick mulberry leaves and see your lover. So it's an idiom for killing two birds with one stone. Yep. Um, any guesses as to why this makes sense? So picking <laughs> mulberry leaves, why that is connected to seeing your lover? Mm-hmm. It's from the Joseon Dynasty era. Because uh, you're, you're getting her some silk garments? I don't know what. Well, actually, so during the Joseon Dynasty, um, women were pretty much confined to the home. They weren't, weren't allowed to go out nearly as freely as we are today. Ah. Um, but picking mulberry leaves was women's work. So it was one of the few times they could go out and of the house and kind of go about their duties and that's when they could kind of see their uh-huh. boyfriends so at the, the same boyfriend time. could stop by uh, <laughs> and while while she's out of the castle yeah good excuse yeah exactly uh, <laughs> my goodness daughter that's the sixth time you've picked mulberries this week you're so diligent <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay so um this is a very versatile kind of uh, tree uh-huh. you eat the plants you eat the berries later on yes you raise silkworms anything mm-hmm. else you can do with these uh, uh, you can make a bongnip cha tea with really? it. Yeah. But is this so amazing that silkworm only eats, you know, these leaves and then they create all the silk? Mm. And then they don't eat tofu, they don't eat, you know, beef, but they have, a, you know, enough um, protein. Yeah, it mm-hmm. contained in this. All right, yeah, so what you've done, it you've made sort of a panchan here, right? Yes, yes. And what you've done is uh, blanch it, I guess, mm-hmm. and then maybe saute. And yeah. is there any other ingredient in here? Um, Just garlic, perla oil, perla seed, and yeah. A little garlic and oil, okay. Yeah, right. and then a little bit of ganjang, but chuseong ganjang. Can I try it? Yeah, sure. All right, here we uh-huh. go. Mm-hmm. Very, uh, looks very healthy. Okay. It's a really nice, you know, salad, like mm, blanched salad, nice. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, very pleasant. Can you see any of the small green berries, like underdeveloped berries yeah. in there? Mm-hmm. Are those the start of the berries? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're like little, I don't know. But if you see the raw leaves, it's not as soft as this. Mm. It's uh, I saute it quite for a long time. So mm-hmm. like uh, after cooking, blanching, and then you have to saute it for quite maybe like five or six minutes. Oh, really? Yeah, wow. I, that's, what I, that's what I did. It's a real earthy kind of taste, you know. It mm-hmm. reminds me a little bit of the durup you brought in, um, mm, taste-wise. But it doesn't have that much bitterness, I No guess. bitterness at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very much like something, it, it would go very nicely with any kind of meat or whatever you're eating, mm-hmm. uh, some beef or something. It's got, you know, an earthy, salady, or, you know, greens kind of taste mm-hmm. without I, being unfamiliar at all. Very I, nice. Actually, uh, me and Sonia, we didn't eat 
uh, we didn't have enough chances, you know, to have a pony. But ever since we started puri, my mom gets you know pretty excited, and then she brings me all <laughs> like <laughs> different kinds of ingredients. And okay. She brought me this. <laughs> and, Thanks yeah. to Soyoung's mom. Yeah. Soyoung's mom I love funnels you, mom. the ingredients. Thank <laughs> yeah. you, Soyoung's mom. That's tasty. I think I yeah. could actually achieve uh, this panchan myself in my own kitchen. Um, I'll look for bong ip. Uh, today after work Ooh, and nice. uh, do it up in my uh-huh. but we found out uh, it's not very common at the like a big supermarket things okay. so you have to go to Gyeongdong market yeah, the one of the biggest markets. All right, um, fair enough. Or, or maybe you'll have a small local, you know, market or tere market in your neighborhood if you if you have one. You could, and then you there. have to order it. Oh, it doesn't okay. come up, you know, as often as. So know. far, my luck has been excellent at the local matu where I am. They mm-hmm. seem to make a real point of getting uh, seasonal ingredients. Mm, Everything wow. you've brought in up to date uh, has been there except really? for some of the seafoods. Wow. Yeah. That's Alright, so that's mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Pretty straightforward. Bong yip. Look mm-hmm. for it on a table near you. Uh, mm-hmm. Very green and leafy. Pleasant taste. Mm-hmm. What else have we got going here today? Um, so if you take a look at this green stem here. This Ta-da. is it's Yeah, it looks big. like a cat of nine tails. This is a, <laughs> uh, a long green whip-like thing. And I, I joked with uh, Soyoung when she came in. I said, have you come to whip me today? <laughs> uh, it's got yes. the exact consistency of a whip. <laughs> and the end of it is just like a, um, it's, it's frayed. So if you were to use this as a whip, it might hurt quite a bit. We'll, we'll not test this out today. No, thank you very no, much no, for no, that. No. Thank you. I, I, I experienced enough abuse. I don't need that. But if you buy the, the freshest one, it's a quite stiff like this, uh-huh. like a like a rhubarb things, and mm-hmm. this is yeah, it resembles yeah. rhubarb. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I I was trying to bend it, you know, to put it into my purse. So, it, but it's not rhubarb. This isn't rhubarb, right? No, no, no. This mm-hmm. is something called moi, moi, mm-hmm. um, moi, and that's um, in English, giant butter burr or sweet colt's foot. Um, and uh, that frayed end you mentioned is actually the cut-off end of a leaf. So uh-huh. normally there's a, a very big leaf there. Mm-hmm. Um, the leaves can get pretty big, but uh, usually you eat the leaves when they're younger. So maybe about, I don't know, this size maybe? Like, mm-hmm. Was it the yeah, size of a, a, maybe the size of a grapefruit circumference mm-hmm. or so? Um, so this would be sticking up straight. Yeah. The, the whip would be rigid and sticking up like a little miniature tree. Yeah, mm-hmm. so usually they sell as a bundle. I see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, what would you um, do with this? It's kind of, you know, pain in the ass to clean it. <laughs> it is. It's, to clean it? Yeah. What do you have to do? Um, you have to cut the top part and the bottom, you know, very stiff part a uh-huh. little bit, and then blanch, and then, you know, you have to skin off. Sort of peel it. Yeah. Almost, it resembles a really long celery stalk. I can picture, mm-hmm. you know, having to peel sort of a tough exterior off of it. Yeah, but we use uh, hands instead of in the pillar and then your hands becomes, you know, completely black, like <laughs> serious, you know, worker. Because <laughs> so. the inside is black? Oh, no, it's not black, but I don't know why, but, you know, your hands becomes like uh, it's black. All right. Like when, yeah. Whenever you're picking, like, nam or green yeah. things, you, the underside of your fingernails just turn black. That's, that's connecting with the earth, you guys. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Don't be afraid. Yes, yes. Right. We are ready to be a farmer's hand. Yes. Right. yes. Which, is, which is better, to uh, peel it first and then blanch it or to no, blanch blend, it? No, blanch. Oh, it's a vice versa. Some people do blanch, peel, and some people peel, blanch, but I heard uh, blanch and peel is e- uh, easier. Okay. 
So other than this uh, raw whip-like one, Moi, there's not a prepared version that you brought in. And I'm not about to bite into this thing. No, 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 no. No, don't eat the raw one. I no. won't eat the raw one. <laughs> no, no, no. Something cooked for you this morning. She cooked for okay. you. Okay, <laughs> is that uh, the cooked version of this that you have in Tupperware number two? Yes. Moi? Mm-hmm, Moi. Oh, fantastic. All right. So it looks cooked. What would you do to it? You blanched it? You sautéed it? Yes. And what else is going on in there? You got a little carrot, a little onion. Mm-hmm, yeah. And then pretty seed. Ooh, there's some garlic, too. This yes, is pretty yes. potent. Mm-hmm. It takes on a much lighter color when it's um, sautéed. That's that's mm-hmm. to be expected. And it almost looks like um, French-cut right? green beans oh, kind of thing. Uh-huh. Oh. It's kind of like a translucence to it as well, right? It's mm-hmm. yeah. slightly clear almost. There's nothing. Yeah, it looks quite pleasant. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll just, I'll just give it a shot here. Mm. And maybe you get some creaminess from the perilla seed as well. Yep. Mm. Creaminess from the witch? Perilla seed? Yes. Maybe. Added perilla seed. Mm-hmm. I'm unfamiliar with you said perilla oil before. What is perilla seed? Is it like a sesame seed type of thing? It's a wild perilla. Oh. Uh, it has seed, and then we use uh, the seed for cooking. But there are two different kinds of uh, perilla seed. Mm-hmm. There is a dehusked, and dehusked perilla seed you know, creates really nice creaminess. So you can make a pasta even with the seed, you know, like a creamy, creamy pasta. Exactly. Well, I saw sort of there's this light sort of pasty coating on the vegetables, and I thought for a minute maybe you used denjang or something like that. But, oh, no. um, yeah, it's very pleasant, and it's very uh, – none of the – neither of these uh, greens that you brought in have any particular taste that would either offend or shock anybody. It's a real, you know, nice, earthy, mm-hmm. vegetable kind mm-hmm. of taste. What do you think of the texture mm-hmm. of moi? I like it a lot. It's, it's crunchy, but I don't have to work too hard. It reminds me a little bit of uh, kind of asparagus that's been cooked until tender, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, you can bite through it quite easily, but it, it, it has a little snap still. Mm-hmm. It I, has a crisp, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you a fan of these things? I love it. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I would think there's a lot you could do with this. You know, yeah. you could really put this. Ne- this next to a piece of salmon would be real nice, I think. Ooh. Uh, or or anything like that. Mm-hmm. All right, two yeah. for two so far. You have uh, really scored big on the taste meter this morning. Uh, do we have any other vegetables to talk about? Or yes, well, we yeah we didn't bring it in unfortunately, okay. but um, but we did want to talk about mention um, myungi. Um, myungi in English is victory onion. Victory uh, onion. And it's, um, I'm not sure if there's a picture. Yes. We're working on a picture. I think we are putting it up on our website. Uh, as usual, we try to put up pictures of what we're talking about in real time. You can go to tbsefm.soul.kr. And we've got some victory onions up there for you. Myungi. Why, uh, what's so victorious about these? Well, um, the name in Korean anyways, I don't know about the name in English, but the name in Korean comes from a hungrier time. So at that time, you know, foraging for anything and getting any kind of food was um, essential to life. Um, so myung is the hanta or Chinese character for life. Right. And that's where myungi gets its name. Saying myung kind of stuff. And, mm-hmm. Hmm. That's interesting. You know, you think about the unfortunate past and the hard times here in Korea. But what the good that has come out of that is that, and I was just talking to somebody about this yesterday, is the tradition of knowing exactly what's edible out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, we were talking about, uh, what is it, sanche bibimbap mm-hmm. or san, sanche bibimbap. And everybody calls their bibimbap sanche bibimbap, but there's really only just a few sort of genuine instances of it where they've really gone and picked the, the, the namul uh, themselves, right? Hmm. I'm hard, not sure. Hard to, it's hard, hard to, to say. We haven't gone out and surveyed Looking all of Looking for authenticity them. in the marketplace. <laughs> yeah. These myungi, they look a little bit like uh, 
turnips. Would that be right? Um, actually, um, we use the word uh, uh, as a rams when I was in states for mm. the myeongi. Mm. So when I found the myeongi in Korea for the first time, I was very surprised. Ooh, we have rams in here. Rams. Yeah. Like uh-huh. Ramps. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, uh-huh. I've, n- I've heard uh-huh. neither word, Myungi mm-hmm. or ramps, mm-hmm. the English one. Um, what do you do? Do you use the greens or do you use that uh, root part? Oh, that's interesting, you know, question. Because uh, I used to use only the, the root part, the, the bottom part in, in States, and we made a pickle with it. Ah, nice. Yeah, but interestingly, in Korea, we only use the, the leaf part. So um, when it is young, uh, we eat as we eat as a sam. You know, you can wrap your rice and meats, and you know, because it has a little bit of you know garlicness on the leaves. So it's really nice with your barbecue okay. meat. Okay, it sounds great. Uh huh. But we also make a jangatji with it. It's a very common way to make a kanjang jangatji with it. Is that where we're at in the season, like the young sam leaves, or? Uh, this is almost an ending season. This okay. Is, mm-hmm. So, uh, is there anything else to do with this? These myeongi. Um, myeongi. That's not that I think about in Korean cuisine. It's just a jangatji, and you know, eating as a sam is the only two way. I think hmm. you can develop a menu. Okay. <laughs> what was the first of those two options? Jangatji or jang? Huh? You said uh, before you said sam. You said a Korean word. Jangatji. Jangatji. What is that? Uh, that's a pickling with the soy sauce pickling or ganjang or ganjang. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, but in Korea, you pickle the leaf, right? You yeah, yeah, we pickle, we pickle. Oh, you can pickle the leaf, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But usually Koreans, do, we don't use the root part. Interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. So you came up with that in a Western idiom in the United States to pickle the, the root of the myeongi. Yeah, that's uh, what I did in the States. Was it tasty? You could bring it over here. Introduce oh, some Korean like chefs almost, to that. It's almost a taste like, you know, garlic, you know, garlic tangat. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's sounds... milder. But, mm. uh-huh. So the pickled version of the changaji uh, or this leaf, the myeongi leaf, that could almost be a sam in and of itself, like a soft ganep leaf or a mm-hmm. soft uh, myeongi leaf. All right. Tell us quickly about a uh, little context of the myeongi. Um, so myeongi actually comes from uh, Ulungdo, which is an island off the east coast. And uh, the, that region is kind of known known for its squid and its like spring greens but um, because it's so sparsely populated and and there aren't that much like you know that not that much traffic um, it's supposed to be like very clean and, and very healthy so people really like getting their namur or their greens from Ulungdo. yet another selling point for visiting Ulungdo. you can taste the <laughs> yeah. fresh and unpolluted myeongi ladies that is all the time we have for local eats today i thank you very much for the delicious greens and the information we'll see you next week Thank you. Thank you. And that'll bring today's edition of Koreascape to a close. We're produced by Christina So with associate production by Jamie Lee and Nikki Kim. GP1 does the writing. I'm Kurt Asian. Do follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Koreascape is the handle. And we'll see you tomorrow at 9 a.m. with Culture Pulse and Time Out Seoul on TBS.